Welcome everybody to episode number 23 of the Third Time Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Tyler. Um, still recording on the road, if you listened to episode number 22 already. I'm heading back on Friday, so looking forward to that. Uh, hopefully by the time you listen to this, I'll be safe and sound at home and uh, much happier to be there. Um, but wanted to join you guys for another special episode this week, um, mostly because... Uh, we have some kind of exciting news for the show. We're going to be adding a fourth uh, host to the show and uh, have him here with me now. So we're going to get uh, take this episode as a chance to kind of get to know him. Uh, his name is Eugene. Eugene, why don't you uh, say hi everybody. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, how's it going? I'm glad to be here. Uh, my name is Eugene. I've never been on a podcast before, but very excited for this opportunity and talk a little bit about myself. Uh, been an avid gamer, you know, since uh, the late 80s. Started out with the Atari uh, moved on to NES. That's uh, my most uh, uh, memorable platform that I played on, and just throughout the years, been mostly a N- Nintendo fan uh, most of my life until I got a PlayStation uh, in the mid '90s, and then moved on to uh, GameCube and PS2 and Xbox after that. And, uh, still an avid gamer, uh, most definitely. Uh, I'm kind of well-rounded. Play across all con- uh, consoles, uh, even the Vita and 3DS, uh, a lot more often than uh, most people. So. Uh, very excited to be here. Thank you for having me here, Tyler. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think what's kind of cool is that, uh, you know, one, you're from a different part of the country. Uh, I think that's one of the cool things about the show is that, you know, as we look at the download numbers, we have people from all across the country listening to the show, sending emails in, sending comments. And I think it's cool to be able to build a community of people that uh, are kind of from everywhere. Even in the UK, we have downloads from like France and Norway and China, um, which is nice. pretty sweet. Nice. Um, and I think it's good to have our hosts kind of reflect that and be from different places. So uh, a couple of things about you that I think some of our listeners will be excited to hear is, one, you're not hugely into sports games like the rest of us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so um, Eugene, by the way, is a listener to the show. Um, we, we met uh, with all this traveling for training I've been doing, which I've been talking about on the show. Um, he's been doing the same. Uh, we're part of the same program. And uh, we kind of met, uh, what, about a month and a half ago? And uh, just kind of found we had a similar passion for gaming, so we got talking about the podcast, and uh, he expressed some interest. But uh, yeah, it doesn't have uh, the passion for sports games that we have, so that'll probably make some people happy. And then also, what I'm really excited about is that he plays quite a bit on the PlayStation 4, which I think is going to help round out our team a little bit. Um, so talk about that a little bit. What do you like about the PS4? So, you know, I, I flip flip-flop back and forth and uh, actually started uh, whenever the uh, last generation of consoles came out. Uh, you know, I, I really just fell in love with PlayStation. Uh, I, I've been a PlayStation fan for a long time, you know, growing up within everything until the Xbox came out. But uh, I just really love the infrastructure, the controller, uh, the network, um, just a lot about it too. And, uh, you know, when the during the 360 generation, 360 PS3 generation, you know, uh, I had both consoles, but and I actually bought a PS3 first when they're, you know, I don't know, eight to nine hundred dollars, whatever ridiculous price they were. And, uh, you know, but uh, just uh, more people on the Xbox 360, um, especially uh, back in those days, is all about Early Call on, of Duty. Yeah. yeah, Call of Duty and Halo playing online. So, you know, get off work and just play Call of Duty for hours with friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone was on Xbox. So I kind of, you know, just kind of floated away from the from the PlayStation. Uh, but just more recently, you know, I've, I've tried to build up my trophy collection. You know, I'm a huge achievement trophy hunter. Uh, really like uh, that aspect of video games uh, currently. 
Um, so I've kind of moved over to the PS4 to kind of build up my trophies. Built, got a, got a few platinums even in the last week, and I'm sure we can talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, got a platinum just a few hours ago, actually, so, on a wonderful game that so I've been playing. I want to touch on that. Um, and, and I want to say another cool thing, too, is that you, you don't just play, like, your AAA games. You I think another cool thing that you'll bring is that you kind of dive into some of those indie games that PS4 is I love, for. love indie games. Um, and that's that's going to differentiate uh, from kind of the rest of us. I mean, I, I like some of the indie games. I mean, we talked the other day about games like um, Gone Home and I love Gone uh, Home, yeah. Walking Simulators, like yeah. that. If, yeah. if that's what you can call. Them. Yeah, but it's got a deep story to it, and and it's, and it's really good if you take the time to actually invest, you explore, know, explore and investigate. Place. Yeah, yeah, it, there's a really cool story in the game, and. And then games like I brought Layers of Fear, uh, which you haven't had a chance to play yet. But uh, yet. talk about the newest indie game you've played on the PS4. You were telling me about it, and it's just re- so ridiculous. I think I'm going to have to buy it. So newly released this week on uh, the PlayStation Network, and I- I'm not entirely sure if it's on uh, Xbox Live. I'm not entirely sure. I know it's been on Steam. Uh, it's actually on Steam sale this week. So if you're listening this week, I believe it's a, a whole... 59 cents this week on Steam, uh, 99 cents on the PlayStation Network, and the name of the game is My Name is Mayo, and this game is, uh, you know, I, I was just reading online, I'm on a lot of video game Facebook groups, and people are just ranting and raving about this game, uh, you know, My Name is Mayo, so the, the preface of the game and the premise of it uh, is just basically it's a, it's a mayonnaise simulator, and you, you, uh, are, you simulate a hand in the game, and uh, the hand is simply making a pointing gesture and there's a jar of mayonnaise on the screen and you start out as a normal jar of mayonnaise and as you begin tapping uh, you can change your the character of the mayonnaise you can turn it into a <laughs> jar of ketchup or it can be a jar of mayonnaise wearing a bikini and then a cheetah bikini and then a sensor bar and just a random uh, mayo uh, mayo outfit so it's pretty interesting I mean it's it's exactly what you'd expect from a 99 cent game but uh, excellent time waster. Uh, took me about one hour to uh, get the platinum trophy, which I think might be a record. Uh, you know, especially for an indie game. For an indie game, indie games in general just really don't have a platinum trophy. Not a lot of them. You know, they'll have their gold trophy for completing it. But uh, uh, this game, uh, you know, I was reading an article on IGN about you know the the uh, how easy it is to get this platinum. And how the developers pushed to get a platinum for their game, and and really, you know, I think it was a uh, uh, old Shuhei Yoshida of, of Sony, you know, who just said, you know, if you if you really want a platinum for your game, you, you might get a, you know, a denied from Sony because they have to they have this whole process of how you get mm-hmm. approved for trophies, how you get approved for achievements on the Xbox Network, uh, you know, so you have to go through this approval process, and you know, I, I believe they said that they get denied at first, but then they push just a little bit harder, and that's all it took, and. It is a literally. You can probably do it in less than an hour if you're, uh, if you're just uh, you know really into it. Because really, all it is is tapping a jar of mayonnaise uh, on the screen and then putting in different outfits and then tapping the tapping the mayonnaise 250 times while it's in that outfit. And ultimately, <laughs> you'll get the platinum. Um, just got it, like I said, for tapping the mayonnaise jar for uh, 10,000 times. So very easy platinum, easiest I've ever gotten. For sure, and I played you know games like you know The Wolf Among Us, Walking Dead, where you know you just get a trophy, a uh, platinum trophy, just for mm-hmm. completing it. So, you know, really enjoyed it. You know, and especially for ninety nine cents. I mean, you can't beat that for a platinum trophy. And if you do play Vita as well, it is cross buy. 
So you get the PlayStation 4 version and the Vita version as well. So that's two platinum trophies, very easy trophies to get. Yeah, I, I think it's a brilliant business strategy by whoever the developer is. Oh, he's a millionaire, um, for sure. Because, he, he's rich. Yeah, because there are games out there that there aren't much to them. Like, they're so simple, they're stupid, like this one. But they target people that go after trophies and achievements. Right. And this is a way to get a platinum trophy for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that are going to do that. And this guy's going to make some money uh, uh, off of this game. Which, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it, it's it, you're right. It's a great strategy. And I, honestly, I wouldn't have bought this game, even if I had a gold trophy, you know, and get it that easily. You know, mm-hmm. it has, I think, it, I don't know how many it has, maybe 20, 25 trophies uh, total, the last one being a platinum. Uh, you know, I wouldn't, probably wouldn't have bought it, but being 99 cents for a platinum trophy, you know, that was all worth it to me. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, there's some of those games that you, you know, you kind of play to get those easy achievements, but... And this this really wasn't a struggle. It wasn't a headache. It wasn't annoying. You know, was, I was actually you know laughing while I was playing. You know, yeah. I put a jar of mayonnaise in a in a mustache and uh, you know <laughs> had to tap on it. And then you get a, a celebration after you. T- Some of them only require like ten taps. You know, and with a mustache, you know, on the jar of mayonnaise, and that'll get pop an achievement. You know, sparklers go up and it gets all crazy. Plays music <laughs> and you know it's, it's just really hilarious uh, the way he pointed out. I'm sure it's just one or two guys that developed this game. Oh, yeah. You know, like that. You know. They're, they're they have some money now uh, yeah. I mean they're 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 probably not making too many too much money uh, per download but you know just from the fact that I'm sure hundreds of thousands of people are downloading this game you know it's kind of like it makes me think of flappy bird you know that really yep. frustrating game yep. that they got made on mobile and how many hundreds of thousands of dollars I think maybe even millions that that got millions. made yeah. um, you know just from is a free game but just for advertising mm-hmm. that that guy from uh, I forgot where he's from, the Philippines, yeah. uh, somewhere around there. Uh, you know, just from putting ads on that game, just because it was so wildly Didn't successful. Did he like just retire from it? Yeah, basically, it and, and actually, that. like he he, uh, he 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 was so passionate about that game that I think he took it down he because did. so many people were getting frustrated yeah. from uh you know he saw people getting angry and upset. He's like, you know what? Mm. That's not why I made this game for people to get angry and upset. I'm pulling down. He's making. Hundreds of thousands of dollars a day, a day, a day. Yep. and he still pulled down the game just because he is passionate about. It. And he released another game, and it wasn't as successful. I think it's called like Swing Copter or something yeah. silly, but um, not not as successful and as addicting as a, a Flappy Bird for sure. Well, the cool thing is you play your cards right at a studio like that. You know, you make something simple that people buy, whether it's for the achievements or trophies or whatever or not, and you get your wildly successful sales. And you can come and show metrics of like, hey, we sold this many units of this game. And we made this much money. It's going to open doors for you to be able to grow and be able to take on bigger projects. So I, right. I think it's a smart move. And I, I actually plan on downloading this game for a dollar and playing it when I get home. But right. It's it's just insane. So uh, a few other questions. So what's your favorite system? Oh, my favorite system, like of all time or just right of all now? Time. Oh, of all time. Huh. I got to go with the uh, just from my my most most fondest memories. Uh, most fondest that's a really term but uh, uh just the super nintendo you know that's okay. that Good whenever choice. i got my uh, super nintendo for christmas you know i think i think it was for christmas uh when i was i think it was maybe 93 or 94 mm-hmm. uh, that i got it and I, I think it had a i think i actually had the zelda pack in uh okay. for it i mean it may have been the super mario world I, i'm not entirely sure but you know two controllers me and my sister you know used to just play you know super mario world she wasn't really too big into zelda but super mario world definitely uh, getting into that game, uh, you know, such a wily addicting game, and it's something that you know those games are just timeless. You can pick them up, oh, you know, yeah. once a year, and they're yeah. just as fun, just as addicting 
uh, you know, they really don't age. And, you know, uh, and just really when I was younger, the, the, the genre of game that, you know, I was just really, really, really into was, uh, you know, uh, RPGs. You know, mm -hmm. so I played a lot of Japanese RPGs, Chrono Trigger, uh, Final Fantasy II, uh, you know, for SNES, Super Mario RPG, one of the mm -hmm. uh, most underrated and greatest RPGs of all time. Uh, loved that game, fell in love with Squaresoft, and, and really that's the reason, you know, why I picked up PlayStation whenever uh, uh, Final Fantasy came out, you know, yeah. I picked up PlayStation. So that'd probably be my second favorite. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, I'd say, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a true Nintendo fanboy. Always will always be supportive of them. And, you know, I plan on picking up the X at launch. I'm definitely going to have to make that a midnight launch, uh, wait in line, yeah. or, you know, pick that up. Uh, I think it's going to be wildly successful. Um, I, yeah, I think I'm going to have to do the same for that. It's, you know, the more I see about the Switch, it, it has sold me. Mm -hmm. And everybody that listens to the show knows I was pretty hesitant at first. And,. You know, the more I see, the more the more I see about games that are coming out for too, and also third party support, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, it just makes me kind of want to get my hands on it. Yeah, yeah and, and some rumors about the price point this week too, which yeah. sounds as uh, so they're they're uh, I guess uh, some some website thing in Australia or somewhere maybe in Europe uh, they released the uh, I think it's Toys R Us maybe. Was it in the UK? It, I think yeah. it was in the UK. Uh, so uh, Toys R Us leaked it online. And I, I believe it, it translated into basically like two hundred forty-five dollars U.S., which means yeah. to me two hundred forty-nine dollars mm -hmm. U.S. launch, which that that's a great price it's point. It's a perfect if, price point. If they release it at that price point, it, it's gonna it's gonna be huge because I mm -hmm. think the Wii U or the Wii, the original Wii, um, didn't it launch at like one ninety-nine? That's yeah. one of the reasons I, why I just sold. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So if, if they really do stick to that price point, I think they'd be making a huge mistake. Uh, anything past that. Three hundred dollars, and you know, I, I think when I picked up my Wii U, I think for the deluxe edition is three hundred and fifty dollars, mm -hmm. and that's one reason it did not sell. Um, just yep. the gimmick, the gimmick wasn't enough for that price. Um, so if they keep that price point, it's going to well, be successful. Just, just recently, the Wii U was still like two seventy nine. I want to say. Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't so, gone down in price for a console. How well, many years well, now is it? It has now because they stopped producing it. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's uh, the last week or whatever. Yeah. yeah stop producing it. So. But yeah, I, I don't know. I I think it's important for Nintendo to come in under what PS4 and, and Xbox One are going for next spring because the the graphics aren't going to be as good. And no. it's not, you know, you're going to play more for the experience than you are for the technical aspects of the system. And I think it's important that they come in under and if they can come in at 249.99, that's perfect. Cuz right now Xbox One S uh, I think normal price is 299 for yeah. the standard 500 gig with the yep. packing game. Um, so yeah, they, they definitely got to fix that price point, keep that price point. Uh, if if it's 249, it will be successful. I mean, that's just a that's a good price point. It's not overwhelming, you know, people oh, don't nice. have to get a second job like yep. for the PS3. Uh, it, it's so it, if they keep that and people are excited about it, especially uh, Nvidia has put their uh, Full support on it, you know. They have, it has mm -hmm. the Nvidia Tegra processor uh, built in. So, and Nvidia just announced something I think today or yesterday um, that their chip is going to allow just third-party developers to mm -hmm. really um, be able to uh, um, have their games on Xbox and and PlayStation, mm -hmm. and then also easily make a port for the Switch. So, yeah. I think I've heard uh, Skyrim. Uh, mm -hmm. As of today, there's a rumor that. Uh, uh, Skyrim and then uh, Mario will be there at launch along with a, a Splatoon, a possible pack-in of Splatoon, which uh, yeah. Nintendo's missed out on that for years, you know. Uh, they're, they're known for that, you know, like I said, when I got my NES and when I got my SNES, added that pack-in game, you know, not necessarily the N64 or GameCube, 
But, uh, you know, if they have a packing game with that, that's that's going to be smart. That would be a smart oh, move. Yeah, because, that, I mean, that's a great game, and it's a great experience for fans to get their hands on it. Because, let's face it, the Wii U sales have been terrible. And, you know, the, at the uh, Nintendo Awards, otherwise known as the Game Awards, uh, every December, you know, Splatoon won Best Shooter last year. Right. Yeah, it is it way more successful than they thought it'd be. Was it like, deserved? Uh, that's a whole other conversation. Was it? Des- I mean, uh, I, I personally, I've spent a few hours playing it, but you know, just you know, we 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 U games are exactly what they. I play them, you know, for a few hours, and I get tired of them, and that's exactly what Splatoon did for me. You know, I'll, I'll my Wii U still hooked up to my TV, and you know, that's how I actually you know play with my girlfriend. You know, we'll play Mario Kart. Or, you know, pick up a Mario game, we'll play it, you know, we, we, oh, yeah. we play Zelda a little bit, you know, but after a few hours, you know, I, I, I hate carrying around that super long controller, yes. you know, in my yeah. hands, you know, super uncomfortable. I, I usually play with the Pro Controller, well, actually. Yeah, what I love about the Switch is the sheer amount of options it gives you to oh, play. Yeah. And even if you're just sitting on your couch, you can, you know, use the tablet, I think, if you want, or... You can take the little um, things off and just use the little pieces on the I'm side. I'm not into that. Yeah, I'm not. Or you that. can use the controller. You can do kind of whatever you want. So it's going to appeal to people from different generations and different uh, tastes, I guess, to be able to do that. But yeah, on the one last thing on the game awards, I just I don't know. Did you watch it last year? Uh, yeah, I think so. For because uh, they announced Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I they think, did. Uh, so yeah. I think I watched it just for that. Yeah, they. I, sometimes I feel like they should just have a chair for Reggie and just have him sit at the stage because okay. for often they have him marching up and down to collect reward, correct, collect awards for a system that, by all accounts, has failed. And and I and I hear you develop or Nintendo's an outstanding developer, mm-hmm. and I think they'd be the best developer on the market if they just did that. Well, but the, you know one of the real issues with Nintendo and with the Wii U uh, just really is it's a. It's a three hundred dollar Mario machine. It you is. Know, that, that's yep. what it is. You know, there, is. there's not just two, there's not that third party support. That's what they've been lacking wow. for years now, uh, ever since the Wii. And really, the third party support for the Wii was just shovelware, just crap oh, yeah. that they just you know kept on you know just bringing out for no reason. People bought them like crazy because they're like twenty thirty dollar price ones. So you know that's cheap compared to a sixty dollar Xbox game. And the and the Amiibo's been successful. Oh yeah. So um, if we want to get an amiibo, so I have all the amiibos. Yeah. I've spent thousands of dollars on the amiibos, yeah. and you know this uh, one other mistake, you know, that Nintendo keeps on making is uh, they don't produce enough of their product, yeah, you know, no. and that's why you know me and you both know that we're mm-hmm. if we want this at launch or even like within a few months of launch, we're gonna have to wait in line at yep. midnight and mm-hmm. pre-order, you know, mm-hmm. whatever day that they announce the pre-order, we're gonna have to rush yep. to GameStop or rush to Best Buy and get that pre-order in there and then still wait in line at midnight because I, I don't trust pre-orders on things like that because I know, you know, I experienced just this last <laughs> yeah, week at Best Buy uh, with Call of Duty. I got the uh, Best Buy uh, stupid sock edition that they came, yeah. that it came with. Uh, they ended up telling me like, uh, oh, I think we might have sold your copy. You know, so I, you know, if it's wildly successful, you know, if if there's a pre-order on the NES Classic and GameStop got them in, I wouldn't have trusted them with my NES no. Classic to come in a day later. No. And I, I think we're going to touch up on that a little bit. The NES Classic, yeah. I, I was I was able to get one. I actually got one surprisingly at Walmart at midnight. Yeah. Uh, they got in six uh six in, and uh, I was number five in line, and there's actually only six people, but I'm glad I got it that night, because I wouldn't have otherwise, because the guy ahead of me said he would have bought more than one, so that would have been it. I wouldn't have been able to get it if I got it the next day or whatever, so. Huh. I, and I wish I had gone with, because I would have been sixth in line, and 
Uh, silly me wanted to sleep and wasn't able to do that for reasons we're not even going to get into here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it goes back to that high school atmosphere I talked about in the last episode. But um, anyway, yeah. So let's let's touch on the NES Classic. So you got it, you got your hands on it. What do you think of it? Got my hands on it, and you know, hooked you up to the. You know, I'm I'm currently in a hotel. I'm on the road too. So you know, hooked you up to the TV, and you know, uh, uh, first off, I want to say is before I even hooked it up. Uh, that day when the day came out, you know, after I got some sleep, you know, I hadn't hooked it up yet. I just, I was super tired. I didn't get home till like one in the morning. So, you know, I just put it down and, you know, uh, uh went about my day. And then I, I went to Best Buy to see if they got any of the controllers in because Walmart didn't get any controllers in. Uh, I think I went to Best Buy and GameStop and, uh, GameStop, they just laughed at me. Uh, when I asked if they even had yeah. one, because uh, well, I was asking for you too, you yeah. know, because you wanted one. Yeah. Uh, you know, then we went to Best Buy and, uh, uh, I have some of the, the controller, and they're like, yeah, we actually have some in the back, and I was super excited uh, to get that second controller because, you know, I want to play those two-player games. Uh, but they came out with this, uh, uh, which uh, it looks like the NES Advantage from back in the yep. day, you know, the old uh, arcade-style big... One of controllers of all time. Yeah, it, it, it is. is. Uh, uh, you know, so I was super excited. You know, I, I really wanted just the classic, you know, NES controller. But I bought this. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and buy it because I probably won't be able to get one. Uh, so I went and picked it up. And if you guys don't know what the advantage is, you know, Google it. Um, you it know, arcade style. It, it has turbo, right? two turbo yeah. buttons on it. I, I think it even had some extra buttons there. Um, but basically, it's just this big flat rectangle that, you know, kind of mimics the arcade. You know, has the joystick. And it actually came with an extra joystick, uh, one that was longer instead of rounder. Uh, you know, and it, and it is it is an exact replica yep. of the uh, NES Advantage. It's made by a third party called MEO. So um, did you did you ever play Track and Field on the original? Never played Track and Field. So that was the greatest game ever for the NES Advantage. Really? Because to run in Track and Field, you just had to hammer on the like, A button. Forever. Yeah. So you just turn turbo on and just hold down the A button. And, and that was like, it. Every race you, you win every race. Yeah. You get so, some records there and everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I never had track and field. I know it was a pack-in with a, I think it was like mm -hmm. a trio cartridge with like Duck mm -hmm. Hunt and Super Mario. Mm -hmm. No, I never played it. But, you know, I was excited to get this. Uh, you know, my girlfriend actually, you know, she's a big arcade fan. And, uh, you know, I think she would have actually enjoyed it. But took that thing, uh, took that thing to the hotel room and hooked it up. And I was actually going to use it first because, uh, one of the disadvantages of the NES Classic, and I'm sure everyone's seen the reports on it, that that cord is like three feet long, two and a yeah, half I maybe. Was, I thought it was four. So yeah, no, it's it's, it's shorter. shorter. Yeah, it's shorter. Unless it, it at least it feels shorter, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. um, but you have to sit like two feet away from the console. So the the NES, uh, uh, it's called the Edge, you know, Advantage, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, style. Uh, it had it, it came with a nine foot cable, so I'm like, I'm using this. I'm, I'm gonna lay on my bed and I'm gonna use this. Mm -hmm. So I hooked it up and it lights up, and none of the buttons work. <laughs> so I'm testing it out. I unplug it, plug it back in. I turn off the console, you know, leave it plugged in, and I play around with it, and it's just not working. So I I put a post on Facebook on one of my Nintendo groups, and did anybody else buy this? And you know, reports just flooded in. Yeah. A lot of people reporting that it's not working. I looked on Best Buy, I looked on Amazon, and zero stars, you know, one star does not work. Uh, even though right on the packaging, uh, it says, works with the NES Classic. It launched the day the NES Classic came out, uh, supposedly supposed to work. And really what I think they did was just, uh, 
you know, they, the good thing about the NES Classic is it has uh, the proprietary ports off the old Wii. Mm -hmm. So you can actually use the uh, uh, Wii Classic controller, you know, okay. kind of the rounded controller. Because yep. yep. um, it has that Wii proprietary port and the buttons and everything work on it. So mm -hmm. I went to GameStop and they had one left and, you know, the guy confirmed with me, yeah, these do work. Um, took it home and it worked great. Uh, you know, and it, it comes with a slightly longer cord. I think it's about three and a half feet. So it's just a little bit longer. Um, so it's still better than that advantage. Yeah. I had to take that best back to Best Buy, and they actually gave me a hard time once again about it because um, they're asking, well, is it damaged? I'm like, no, it's actually defective. And, you know, you, you probably will get mm -hmm. a recall uh, uh, yeah. on it. And lo and behold, today I see online, you know, uh, EMEO, uh, releases a recall on, on this controller. So it is a botched controller. They, so I, I really think they took the inner workings of one of the Wii Classic controllers and just assumed that they could take it and work. They probably didn't even have an NES Classic to test it out on. They just assumed no. yeah. that it would work, and it did not. It, it lit up, and that was it. It was, for, it was broken. So For such a great idea, the whole thing seems a little rushed. And yeah. I just want to get, you know, I want to get my hands on one. I want to buy one. And I'm, I'm happy to hear that they're going to keep supply coming through the year and into they the say, next year. They say. They yeah, say. I know they say. So, my fingers crossed, you know. Like, my mom's looking for one for me for Christmas. And, you know, I, I, I don't have the heart to tell her because she just thinks she's going to, like, walk into Target and pick one up. I don't have the heart to tell her that you're going to have to watch online. Yeah. To get this. And when it's there, you're going to have to order it. Like, so, now. Um, you know, if, if you guys are listening to this, uh, I believe through the end of this week, through Saturday... Uh, Walmart is actually putting them up online. Uh, they've been consistent yesterday and today, uh, every day at four o'clock. Um, and you got to be quick. Is that you got to. Uh, that's four o'clock Central Time. Uh, I believe they released it at two o'clock Pacific. So two o'clock Pacific, four o'clock uh, Central Time, which is where I'm at right now. Um, they're, they're they've been putting it online uh, this week on Walmart.com. You got to have some fast fingers. Though. I've seen some disappointed yeah. screenshots of that people got it in their cart and just weren't fast enough. So. Be logged in, have your credit card information saved, and just click, click, click uh, until it's shipped. Uh, hopefully, uh, a lot of people will get one, hopefully. And I, I really hope that Nintendo just kind of learns. And just knowing Nintendo with the whole Amiibo situation. I mean, with Amiibo, I got, uh, I'm being a huge Nintendo fan, I, I've got to have these figures. So there's times where I'd have to wait, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning. There'd be a line outside Target or Toys mm -hmm. R Us or wherever. Yep. And I would wait in line for several hours just to get the the one of the four you know whatever amiibo it was you know they would get all their commons and then you know they would get their lucinas and their robins from fire emblem and you know and and you know target had their rosalina you know exclusive you know and and even even walmart had their gold mario you know that was almost mm -hmm. impossible to get yep. and just now you're i mean this was a year ago and just now they're they're sending out the second supply. Yeah. You know, so you know they're just now reproducing and, and getting them out there, and you can actually get a few of them. But there's still those ones that you cannot absolutely get, uh, and you know that's just one of Nintendo's short points. They do not uh, make enough of the product that people want, and and I don't know if it's a business strategy or if they just I, I don't know if the if the uh, manufacturers can't handle the supply that they're demanding. I'm not entirely sure what it is. You know, Nintendo never really talks about it. You know, it's kind of like back in back when the Wii came out. I think it came out in November of some mm -hmm. year, whenever, whatever. I think 2006 mm -hmm. or seven. Yeah, 06, uh, yeah, I think it was 06, and uh, you know, people had to wait in line. And then, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're going on eBay for a thousand, two thousand dollars. There were people into the next summer. 
right. still trying to get their hands Still trying to get it. And, you know, that, yeah. that was their issue. You know, it came out at holiday. You know, they would have made millions of dollars. And I think the Wii, you know, is, is still up there as one of the greatest, you know, selling co uh, consoles of all time. You know, For not beating, yeah. yeah, not beating PlayStation 2 or anything. But, you know, still, like, everyone wanted one. Everyone had one eventually, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just because it wasn't for those you know hardcore gamers it was for the family was family for, could get together mass appeal it's one of the best consoles ever made. A absolutely and uh, but you know they they just never you know it wasn't until about two years later you could just walk into a walmart and you know just buy one anytime you wanted you know that I mean that's the way it was for a long time, and you know they get it right with the 3DS because they know that every kid's gonna want that, you know, for Christmas, for their birthday, or whatever. I, you can get a 3DS any day, yeah. even when the new ones, even though they launch one like every six months, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know they get it right with 3DS, so why not get it right with the NES Classic or, or the Wii? And the Wii U was even okay because well, no one wanted it. It was just too high of a price point. But you know I can't believe that. You know, just whenever the NES Classic was announced, people freaked out. Yeah. And not just gamers, but, you know, people in their 30s and 40s that, you know, wanted that nostalgia Ooh. factor and wanted to buy one just to have one. I mean, I'm talking to people, just telling them. Uh, I, I told my uh, girlfriend's sister about it, and she doesn't she doesn't play video games and stuff. Like, they have an mm -hmm. Xbox One S, so they can have mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, 4K Blu-ray. Sure. That's it. Uh, they don't play games. But when she heard, when I told her about it, she's like, "Oh, I, I'm I, I'm gonna get one tomorrow." I'm like, yeah. "No, you're not. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, no. You're you're not." But uh, you know, it has that appeal that if if stores would carry, you know, fifty, if they had got an initial shipment of fifty, they would be sold out still, just because oh, yeah. people would buy them. People want this console, but Nintendo isn't uh, meeting this. Uh, well, demand. I think I think too part of it is that you know the the games back then are very simple, even though people don't realize how hard they are. Oh yeah! And, oh, so you know, hard. Games now, the the controls are so complicated. I think it turns a lot of people off. Absolutely. But, I mean, it's like what two two buttons, you know, with start yeah. and select, and then you know the up, up down left right. So but, that's it. But I was gonna say, like you you mentioned, people in their thirties and forties playing. The average age of the gamer now, the console gamer, is like thirty five. Yeah, exactly. And and that that's not including like people who play mobile games and stuff like that. That's just console gamers. Mm -hmm. And if you include mobile gamers, it's older. Because there's a lot of people in their fifties that play like Candy Crush. Oh yeah, you know, so it's it's not surprising to me at all that this novelty of going back twenty five years, you know, is really appealing to people. It's genius. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's it's an easy cash in for you know it's it's thirty games and you know there's a lot of games that are you know I I feel are missing, but for the most yeah. part, uh, it's the thirty essential games for Nintendo that. Yeah. Just bring you back, you know, and you know you're talking about the difficulty factor. You know, I I, I used to be like just the best Contra Super C player, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I, I picked it up and immediately died three times, like yeah. in the first screen. Those games are difficult, you know. You're, we've been you're, conditioned to suck now. We we've been conditioned it's, to suck, and yeah. uh, you know, uh, and I can't even imagine, uh, you know, Ghosts and Goblins playing that because oh, even I when I was little, like that that game killed me when I was little, and you know, if it had Battletoads on it, you know, it's game over after even, that. Even a game like Punch Out. Oh, then, oh, yeah. Like, when you go up against Tyson or whoever it is in the, the, the version right. they're releasing now, like, the precision you need to beat that guy at yep. the end is insane. And it's all timed. You know, yeah. once you got the hang of it and knew when to duck and knew when to dodge, yep. you know, that that's all that game was about. But, you know, it's still to, to memorize those moves and mm -hmm. that moveset, you know, to beat, 
you know, I think, what was it, Dream, Mr. Dream, was it Mr. Dream? I don't know who the, yeah. uh, I just know, and it's not Mike's, Mike Tyson version of Punch-Out in this one, it's mm. just Punch-Out, yeah. uh, so I forgot who the final boss is in that, but you're a little Mac, and you know, it's a difficult game, I'm not even going to pick it up, but uh, I've been playing a little bit of Galaga, mm. and I think uh, me and my uh, roommate here at the hotel, we're going to play a little bit of Super Mario 3 tonight. Um Voted so, the greatest game of all time. What the, the greatest game, timeless, you know, yep. never never ages. You can still pick it up. And he he's excited about it. He doesn't yeah. play video games. You know, he told me that, you know, straight up. Uh, yeah, he doesn't play video games. I brought my PlayStation 4 with me. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I want to play some Mario tonight. And he's yeah. like, I still remember where the warp whistles mm-hmm. are. And, you know, yeah. even though he doesn't game, you know, he's in his thir- late 30s, you know, never games. But he wants to buy one. And yeah. actually, uh, he, he thinks he's getting one. Somebody... Uh, that he knows saw some at Walmart and is actually picking uh, him one up. So I know mm-hmm. you're you're crying right now. I can yeah, see, I <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he's he's getting one. Uh, you can always shell out the three hundred dollars on eBay to get one. They're on sale right now. So if you go ahead and Ooh, go on eBay and get God. one if you really want one. But uh, yeah. I'm glad I stayed in line to get that because it's a uh, it's an awesome buy and I'm glad I was able to pick one up at lunch. I uh, yeah, I just wish I got the other night. If only had somebody. If to, only. If only had somebody to wake me up. Right. But. Uh, I think you were up at midnight at that point, I but was. you could have just, you know, I, I, I was told up at you. 10.30. You would have gotten one, but sorry. That's yep. all right. But uh, I'll, I'll get my hands on one more. Eventually, uh, yeah. uh, two years from It'll, now, maybe. Yeah. And by that yeah. time, they'll probably have a new edition out with 30 different games, you know. It'll, it'll happen. Knowing it's, Nintendo. It'll, yeah, I know. It'll happen at some point. So, a couple other questions for you. Um, which system are you looking forward to more, the Switch or the Scorpio? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, probably the Switch, and and just for this reason, you know, I, I love the Xbox One. I, I just feel like this is an an overpowered Xbox One from everything I've heard about it. You know, I was super excited and it's super super smart of Microsoft to to announce it at E3. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think Sony dropped the ball with their announcement of the PS4 Pro. It, it was the jaw dropping moment. Of the it, it was. The, I I was excited for Microsoft, and I normally. Do not get excited at Microsoft conferences. Not because I don't like Microsoft. I love my Xbox One. Uh, I still play it uh, pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, but just um, you know, just the uh, it just seems like an overpowered Xbox One to me. You know, they're not announcing anything revolutionary. You know, they talk about the teraflops, which I don't even know what a teraflop is. You know, so of course they'll have the better process. Terra, terra, so it's six teraflops of awesome. Yeah. So you know it has that. You know, but you know until I actually see it in action and see, and they've already said that there's not going to be an exclusive you know game for the Scorpio. You know they say it's, it's they're going to have the Xbox One game still, mm-hmm. and you know any Xbox One game will work on the Scorpio. Great. You know, but give me something more revolutionary and new because I really think I, unless unless PlayStation is just going to drop the ball again, they're going to announce something new at this this uh, next E3. You know, if they don't, if it's not the PS5, then then they miss the boat. Uh, yeah. So Sony uh, announced the PS5 or whatever. Don't it'll probably be the. PS4 Pro 2 or something stupid, you know. So maybe they'll stack, finally maybe stack three high instead no, of two now. It'll, it'll be three high, and then it'll <laughs> finally have 4K Blu-rays, which for some reason, you know, I'm not buying a PS4 Pro. By the way, I will not. I, I will get the Xbox One S just because I invest in, in a uh, 4K TV, not HDR, yep. but um, you know, still using the uh, HDR features on my. Uh, PS4 with my 4K mm. TV now. I do notice a slight difference, yes. but it's not revolutionary like yeah. what I'm seeing images of. Um, it's not fantastic, but um, definitely makes a difference. So, you know, just for that 4K Blu-ray player, and I, I know you guys have been talking about it for weeks, 
you know, uh, you know, just for that 4K Blu-ray player, just so I can watch 4K movies. Because uh, I'm, I bought a few 4K Blu-rays, and you know, it comes some of them come with a 4K uh, digital copy. You know, and yeah. I, I've seen the difference, and just the the depth and the everything about it is just yeah. great. So, Sony, you dropped the ball on the PS4 Pro. And I think it's such an important component because you know, and it's not just a bash on Sony. It's simply because, despite what Sony said in 2013, these consoles are entertainment devices. They're not just gaming devices. Exactly. And you know, people use whether you have a PS4 or an Xbox One or whatever, you use it for playing movies, you use it for streaming Netflix or streaming Hulu or whatever you watch, and. You know, I watched HBO Now last night in here on, on my Xbox streaming it. And, right. And, uh, you know, um, people use it for all sorts of different reasons. And to not have a 4K Blu-ray in there, player in there when you are the owner of the Blu-ray, Blu-ray you know, technology right. is inexcusable. I mean, when I was so excited about the press conference, and honestly, I, th- I think the... The press, the press conference that they had was a slap in the face to editors, to, to news groups. They invited all these people in mm-hmm. to fly to New York or wherever it was and, you know, spend these tickets on flights and hotel rooms and mm-hmm. everything. And, oh, we're going to announce this. It's nothing special. You know, it has HDR, which, you know, the PS4 will have anyway. You know, and it has three teraflops instead of two, or whatever it is. I, I don't know what teraflops are, but more teraflops of awesome. So yeah, you know, and I, I've definitely seen. You know, the, you know they've made. You know, they've have they have updates for games right now. I think Uncharted Four, The Last of mm-hmm. Us, they've released new updates and patches. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, you know are optimized for the PS4 Pro, and you know they look great and everything. Mm-hmm. But the second I saw the comparisons between the Xbox One S and the PS4 Pro, I said I'm not buying one. I'm not shelling out $400 for, for just a console a bit more. for just yeah. a little bit more that I can already yeah. do. I can I, I can already turn on the HDR feature on my PS4 right now. Why do I need to invest in the Pro? There's no mm-hmm. reason for me to other than that just a little bit of processing power. But you know what? For that little bit of processing power, I'm going to put my money towards the Xbox One S, which I haven't I haven't upgraded anything yet. You know, I just still have my old you know launch console. So, but when I when I am uh, ready to buy the Xbox One, uh, I'm going to buy the Xbox One S when the time comes to upgrade. Yeah. The you know, for, and I'll take it one step further. Um, not to beat a dead horse because we've talked about this oh, on the yeah. show. But, oh yeah, sorry. But it's uh, but I think it was a slap in the face of their fans. I, I think Absolutely. it says, I think it says we take you for granted that we're just going to release something, put slap the PlayStation name on it, and have it be barely better than what you have now, and completely inferior to what you're going to have a year from now. Exactly. With the competition, and expect people to go buy in droves. And sadly, some you know some people will. And if you're if you're a PlayStation fanboy, like go buy it, cool. And if you've never bought a PS4 before, go buy it. Absolutely. The, those are the people it's for. If you have a PlayStation 4 already, like me, I, I have no desire to upgrade to this. It's not worth it. And you and you shouldn't. And and really, it's that the the icing on the cake was the nor. I, I think everyone says it. That that was that was the uh, icing on the cake was no no 4K Blu-ray support. That's what did it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean that, um, that was it. So. Because I, I was happy with my Xbox One. I, w- I wouldn't have bought a One S. I would have bought a PS4 Pro, you know, to get, uh, and then bought the um, PSVR because of the promise that the VR worked a little bit better with the Pro. Right. But once I saw it, I had no 4K Blu-ray player. I mean, I, I need a 4K Blu-ray player because I have a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. A 4K Blu-ray player on its own is 400 bucks. Why not get a gaming system with it? It's a smart so, thing to do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and just, just Sony has, you know, just kind of 
gone a little bit. They're they're a little bit behind with their their framework, and you know the PS the mm-hmm. PlayStation Network is just not as strong as Xbox Live, and uh, and I know you guys talked about it, you know, for a long time, but uh, you know, uh, let me change my name, Sony. Let me change yeah. my name on PlayStation. I've had, I've had the same name, and I'm not even going to announce it on here just because it's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, you know, I've had the same one since I whenever I bought the PS3. I think I was 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know it, it's embarrassing. I need to change my name, but I don't want to. You know, if I was to get a new account, I won't be able to keep my trophies. I'm, I'm not going to be able to, you know, keep any of my stats or yeah. nothing. You know, so I, I want to just be able to change my name, which I've been able to do with the Xbox 360 since when, launch. Whenever you want right whenever you want spend the five ten dollars i don't understand why they're not doing it you know they're going to make money off of it so make that change it's a revenue generator so nothing between that and the no 4k blu-ray support and you know amongst other things that i can't even list right now you know um you know so that's why i've kind of been leaning uh you know back towards the xbox one you know picked up a new few games for it and you know Mm -hmm. been playing i got uh, Battlefield 1 for the Xbox One, you know, still mm-hmm. working on it. Gears of War, definitely huge Gears of War fan, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, uh, I, I swing back and forth, like I said. Yeah. So, last question, what is your favorite game of all time? Favorite game of all time? Oh, that's so difficult. You know, uh, you know, I'm just going to touch up on uh, Super, Super Mario World, you know, for the SNES. You know, I, I, I can't remember uh, another game where, you know, I just... You know, just so enriched by it, and you, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's endless gameplay. You mm-hmm. know, uh, to get that hundred percent in it, you know, it takes forever, uh, for the most part. And then you know, you can start it all over again a month later, and you know, it, it's still great. You know, it's just one of those timeless uh, games. You know, um, and then uh, probably a close second would be Chrono Trigger uh, for oh, okay. the SNES. Yeah. You know, like I said, uh, you know, my my roots are definitely Japanese yeah. RPGs. Uh, mm-hmm. And Chrono Trigger was just revolutionary, you know, for me mm-hmm. when it came out with this in-depth story. You know, there's ten different endings or whatever. Uh, um, just the gameplay and every everything was just just awesome. And you know, if there's mm-hmm. a if there's a game that I could say it was just close to being perfect, uh, it would be it'd be probably Chrono Trigger that I, I would name. But uh, mm-hmm. just for that endless gameplay value and just the nostalgia factor and just for the yeah. you know it, it never ages. Super Mario World, you can keep on playing it. Anybody can play it, pick it up and play it easy, learn it, and, you know, it's just a fun game overall. Yeah, so for me, uh, to answer a couple of the questions I asked you, like, my favorite console is the Xbox 360, and mm-hmm. for a few, few different reasons. I mean, the uh, up till that system came out, I was primarily a sports gamer. Right. And, you know, I had, like, Madden every year, and I had NHL every year, and I had NBA every year, and whatever, uh, whatever baseball game there was. And, and uh, then I got my hands on the 360, and I got Call of Duty 2. And... Um, it just completely changed. Like, it just, first of all, like the graphics of that game, um, they suck now, but you look back <laughs> to 2005 and they were like mind blowing. Right. And it was so realistic and it was just amazing. And you get so immersed in that world, like, I couldn't put it down. And it was, it was Call of Duty was like the last game I bought at, at launch. You know, I was like, oh, I guess I'll get that too. And that was the game that grabbed me. Um, whereas, like, Madden 06 that year just was terrible. And didn't do anything for me, and then, and then also the experiences you had because now online play came into. Oh yeah, and that and, you know and that and, year you know just uh, you know that's when people really had you know easy access to high speed internet, mm-hmm. and then you know everyone had in three sixty is a great opening price yeah. point. So I, I I can totally 
totally uh, agree with that. Yeah. You know why that would it, be. It went from being a personal experience to being a shared experience. Exactly. And that that for me completely changed. And then my favorite game was kind of like the culmination of that transformation between being a sports game and like an overall gamer, which was the first Bioshock. Oh and, yes. And it was just like I, to get immersed in that world. Like I bought the collection. I can't wait to get all the way through the first Bioshock again. Mm-hmm. But it's just my favorite game. There's so many different things you can do, so many different ways you can play it. And just the story's amazing. You're, you're right. And, you know, that first time you just enter Rapture and, you know, yeah. just and it has, it kind of has that scary feel to it. It you does. Know, that, that little spooky feel. But, uh-huh. you know, it's not a spooky game. You know, it just has that, you know, where you learn about mm-hmm. the people of Rapture and, you know, uh, you know, just how they kind of, you know, went into insanity, you know, living down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it, very interesting game. I, I love the Bioshock series. I, I picked up the collection, too, and I, I'm actually working yeah. on uh, uh, one. I brought it with me, uh, mm-hmm. the first one. And then uh, Bioshock 2, you know, wasn't as, you know, revolutionary really as the first one. But then Infinite came around, just a, mm-hmm. um, was so good. you know, a very, very awesome yeah. game. And I, I can't wait to pick that up and just look at the, you know, and I know PC players have been getting, you know, that the graphic graphical fidelity, you know, of the game. But I, I'm experiencing it all over again. And just, uh, yeah. you know, just looking at the first Bioshock in this, you know, full res HD uh, mm-hmm. game, it just looks amazing. The water and, you know, just yeah. the darkness and the, the depth of the, the colors and everything. And I'll tell you guys out there, I mean, I know Xbox announced, Microsoft announced that those games will be available on backwards compatibility soon. Mm-hmm. But, man, go get the trophies and, and achievements again. Uh-huh. Uh, just buy it, uh, support it. There's bound to be a Bioshock 4. Oh, it's oh. a matter of time. Most definitely, and uh, yeah, I, I really hope they do. Uh, I was really depressed actually when they didn't. They they were pushing for Bioshock Vita, uh, mm-hmm. and I was I was very upset when uh, you know that would have made me buy Vita. Oh, oh yeah, you know when Ken Levine announced it, and you know uh, then we heard a little bit about it, and then I wasn't so excited about yeah. it anymore. It was gonna be like a turn based tactic. Okay, game uh, the way it ended up so uh you know so maybe it is for the best but uh yeah d- there's definitely going to be a boss shock for it i wouldn't be surprised if e3 next year we see it you think so that yeah. close I, maybe I for the score like a teaser yeah, yeah. I, I can see that i actually that's a good idea i mean that just you know, thinking about pairing Scorpio up with a game like that—that's a powerhouse game. And w- wasn't the first Bioshock like an exclusive? It was Microsoft? an Xbox exclusive. It was an Xbox exclusive. Uh, I think yeah. it was just time, wasn't it? And if you think about it, next year it's not Halo's turn yet. Halo's going to be 2018. Gears just came out, so Gears—we're going to see Gears Five. They don't have much to fall into. 2019. Yeah. So they don't have the Temple franchise to release alongside Scorpio. Give me Bioshock. Give me. Another Dead Space, <laughs> another Dead oh, Space for the score. So good. Oh, so good. Dead Space one and two. Oh yeah. Um, three not, is not so much. Yeah. Not so much. But still, you know, it had the Dead Space feel to it. It did. So uh, yeah, give me, give me a Dead Space. Give me a, a little spooky game like Bioshock. Yeah. Yep. Bioshock four would be great. Um, I mean, is it is it time for? I mean, how many cycles till another Fallout? And then you know they're talking about Elder Scrolls Six, right? I think we're gonna see a new Elder Scrolls game before we see another Fallout. Yeah, so I, that's I what they're working on. Elder Scrolls in eighteen, maybe seventeen. I'm ready to jump in again. I've been jumping in Skyrim. That's what I've been playing for the yeah. last week. Just uh, yeah. uh, addicted all over again. So, so they generally switch. Like, when did Fallout Three come out? Oh nine or oh eight? Oh, I have no idea. It, it was it was about that time. It was about that time. <laughs> it was oh nine. So you had what six years? 
Yep. Between games, and but I think we might be due for a teaser for a new Grand Theft Auto next year too. Uh, well, that I'm not a huge Grand Theft Auto fan. I know it's like well, you're about I, the only one. They they just announced like uh, the sales on it. How many game? I think it's like sixty they million sold over copies. Sixty million, 60 million mm-hmm. copies uh, of that game, and you know I. Unfortunately, I, I bought it twice, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. just going to admit that. I bought it when it first came out, and then when I bought my PS4, and they, they, I bought it, and I, I probably played the game for an hour. And, you know, that was it, just because it's so wildly popular. And I thought mm-hmm. I'd get into the, because online came a little bit later, you know, I thought I'd get into yeah. it. But I, I, I just can't, I cannot play Grand Theft Auto. You know, when Grand Theft Auto came out, you know, three for a PlayStation Two back in the day. You know, it was revolutionary. It was fun. You put in the cheat codes and spawn mm-hmm. tanks out of yep. the sky and and blow up everything. Get well, five stars. You know, you know plus kill. you can pull in the alley and meet the girl back there. You, you know? could, yeah. you could. You know, we're we're not going to talk about that, no. but we we would do that and then you know uh, go around just stealing cars and you know just doing anything you wanted to. So you know, it was revolutionary. But you know, I'm not into that. You know, anymore that open world sandbox. You know. Give me Red Dead. I'll definitely oh, take I'll Red, Red Dead. Dead all day. I'll take Red Dead all day. And, and you know, if you, if you can build a online in Red Dead like you did in Grand Theft oh. Auto, oh. I, that that might be the only game I play for months. Well, I mean, even Red Dead Redemption, you know, online. I don't know how much you played it, but it was fun. Yeah, I did. It, it, it was definitely it was fun. fun. You know, uh, you know, they had that open world kind of where you pick this city to spawn in. You ran around, then you would join a. You know, a team deathmatch game. You know, or you know, where you picked up yeah. like bags of cash and had to deliver it or something. And it's really the perfect storm because next year we don't get a Halo shooter, we don't get Gears of War, we don't get Battlefield, we will get Battlefront Two, and we will get Call of Duty again, like every other year. But if you can give a good Red Dead online experience, that could keep a lot and, of people around. And I think Rockstar, you know, just with the success from, uh, and really Red Dead just has a. a Honestly, I think it has a greater following then, because it, it it picked me up, you know, and I, I just I was not into Grand Theft Auto. And when I bought Red Dead, you know, I really didn't know what I was getting into, you know, mm-hmm. back on the 360, you know. But whenever I I, I was addicted, and I, and that was one of the very first games that I just 100 percented yeah. the storyline. Got you know I made all the dumb you know bear pelts and whatever and yeah. wallets and yeah. stuff whatever to upgrade and you know and just riding around on you know on a horse and just going was, into the the wild west it was it, the first open fun. world game i ever finished oh um and it was just i was like sad when i was done yeah so i i'm definitely i'm just i'm just hyped you know for the next red dead and you know and, and rockstar has learned from grand theft auto you know that and that's who's playing grand theft auto still or the people that are you know, playing the heist and, you know, going on missions. I, I heard this crazy story on IGN, you know, on, on one of their podcasts, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that there's people in the in the game where they're in more mo- motorcycle gangs. And all they mm-hmm. do is just ride around the gang in formation, uh, riding around on the streets. And they're in perfect formation. They've been practicing. And that's all they do. <laughs> they just ride around the gang, li- yep. ride around the game like an actual motorcycle gang. And, mm-hmm. that, and that, that's what people do. You know, and it's, it's just, it's and they're making millions. Yep. I mean, just the revenue, just from people buying, I think it's called like shark card money yep. or whatever. Yep. Just that revenue from that, you know, they're they're making a, millions of dollars a month. It's insane. You know, from, it's insane. And then people are still buying the game. People mm-hmm. still, I bought the game. Well, the I don't like sale. the game. The game's also every week. <laughs> well, every so, week. And, you know, yeah. it'll you know probably be $10 on Black Friday and mm-hmm. millions of more people are going to buy it. And, yep. You know, it's a, they're, they're, they're just geniuses when it came to the online infrastructure. They did it right. They nailed it. You know, yeah. I'm not totally into it, but I, I understand why. And, you know, if, if they make that Red Dead, 
I may never play another game again. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll be playing <laughs> that for months. You know, I'll, I'll sink in hundreds of dollars in this Red Dead online game, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, online multiplayer has. But, you know, I can just imagine, you know, just being in a Wild West gang and just on so, horses going to town and robbing banks, robbing yeah. trains, you know, and how exciting. It's such a cool atmosphere and such a cool story. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to that game. And I wish it was a spring release like last time. Mm-hmm. Because that would be the perfect window. Because there's nothing else to play for like four months. Oh yeah, spring, you know? spring through summer, there'll be nothing. Yeah, so I wish it was, and and I and Mass Effect's usually a spring release too, and I think they're going. In the fall. I think they're shooting so, for. Uh, yeah, I heard that you're pushed back a little bit. Originally, yeah. it's supposed to be spring of next year, but they're pushing back a little yeah, bit. On so the so next fall is already looking actually pretty rough with. That, those two games, you got Destiny 2. Oh, I'll be broke again, for yeah, sure. I'm, I'm broke right now with all the games that are launch, and, launching and the every game that's on, The game that's on my wish list, and Michael groan when he listens to this, but Sunset Overdrive 2, I would love to see. Very it. underrated game. You know, uh, Sunset Overdrive is one of the best games on the Xbox. Oh, yeah. Insomniac d developed that, right? Yep. You know, they, yep. they just nail those kind of open world, you know, go mm -hmm. around the city. They did it with Infamous. And, uh, you know, I was, I was, a lot of people were, you know, disappointed that they went over to, you know, the Xbox with that. With and the they really, they yeah. really, they really need to, you know, uh, port it over to the PS4 and they just do. make more money. They do, because I think they'll breathe some life into the game. Yeah. Because um, Xbox didn't have the console sales at the time yet. Mm. And even if the game came out now, and I still think their biggest mistake was releasing that game in October. Like, right in between Battlefield. Huge uh, games. And, Call, yeah, Call of Duty, Call of Duty Halo and, and, and Destiny and all that right. stuff. <clears throat> so... I think if they released that game in like February of the following year, it would have done wild. It would have done a lot better, but uh, yeah. very, very underrated. And, you know, I think a lot of people got a taste of it, you know, with Games the Gold, you know, and then bought yeah. the DLC, you know, to go along if, with it. You know, but great game, fantastic underrated I'll, game. I'll tell you, if a game can get me, after I know the story, to like keep going around the town and collecting like the stupid toilet paper rolls and yeah. the, the tennis shoes and all that crap, oh, yeah. it's good. Yeah. So, because I usually don't tool around. You know, after, I, I, you know, I I wasn't really excited, you know. And I actually did buy it on launch, but I didn't play it for months. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just the whole skating around the city and, mm -hmm. you know, killing zombies. You know, it sounds like a same old, same old formula. But really, they, they just nailed it with the with even, the kooky characters yeah, and kooky, uh, even the you know, city. Even the humor was good. Oh, yeah, the humor's great. Yeah. Humor's fantastic. Like, it wasn't game. corny. It was actually funny. And, yeah, I, I love the game. Yeah. So, all right. So we had some news items. I think we're going to save those for this weekend because we actually had a pretty good discussion here. Uh, went about 50 minutes. So um, we'll, we'll cover the rest of the news items this weekend when we get back with a normal show episode number 24. Also, make sure you download this weekend's episode. We're going to go through every single deal you can get on Black Friday between the consoles themselves and the games that are out there. A lot of good stuff that you can save some money on. Next week, if you're in the U.S. and you're brave enough to go to Walmart or Target or wherever on uh, Thanksgiving night. So, um, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, you know, well, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Can I put my gamer tag on here? Yeah, you know, go this, for it. Uh, so, uh, my gamer tag is uh, rum, nom nom, like the rum, uh, and then nom nom, uh, space in between each of those words. So, oh. R-U-M space, N-O-M space, N-O-M. I'm on Xbox One. Uh also, happy birthday, Shigeru Miyamoto. I believe it's his birthday today. So, oh, yeah, that's the, right. the birth, the birth maker of you know mm -hmm. Zelda and Mario. So, yeah. happy birthday uh, to him. But uh, thank you for having me. Um, hopefully, yeah. we'll have some uh, more news to talk about next week. Yeah, we look forward to having you as part of the team, and uh, definitely glad to have you. And you know, uh, happy birthday to you as well. Yesterday. Oh yeah, it was right? my birthday yesterday, right? Um, and, you know, yeah. I'm away from home and in, in the sad hotel room, but <laughs> the sad hotel room, the sad group of people, the sad so, group of people, everything. So, it's, just, yeah. it's a mixture it's of hell. Quite depressing, right? But it's almost over, so yeah. 
Um, that's going to do it for episode number 23. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back this weekend with episode number 24 with a normal show covering the news, what we've been playing, deals, new releases, and a good discussion. So tune in then. Uh, look for the download this weekend. Until next time, uh, for Eugene, for uh, Graham, and Mike, we're not here. I'm Tyler saying thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with episode number 24 this weekend. Until then, stay safe, everybody.